My name is PJ. I'm Blake. And this is the Church Podcast, episode 13. Mm-hmm. And the name of this podcast is Afraid of God. Mm-hmm. This episode sponsored by Modelo. You can't Chilapas. say that, can you? No. Well, I could say it, but it's not. Well, they boot us off there. That's why we're getting booted off of things. <laughs> Are we allowed to have this stuff in our videos? Uh, not if we're getting paid to do the video. Uh, if we're making money from the video, then we have to blur it out. Gotcha. But we're not, so. Okay. So we're good. So this episode should be really interesting because we were talking one day. I don't know if we were talking <clears throat> or not, but... <laughs> <laughs> what were we doing? Um, you, I, I had the thought of, um, you and your ex Mm -hmm. and some of the, um, struggles that, that you guys had and it made me think that it just kind of made me think about this, this, uh, I feel like this Christian dynamic that's like unspoken, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and that's being afraid of God, not the fear of God, like the Bible says, which means reverence. You're not, we're not talking about revering God. Mm -hmm. We're talking about you're afraid that he's going to lash out at you or turn his back on you if you step out of line. Mm -hmm. And so there was... Situations, and I don't want to speak for you on this necessarily, but you know that you told me um, you would open up about problems with church that you had with the church or with people at church, pastors specifically, mm-hmm. and would kind of get shut down because we're supposed to honor right the anointed of God. So what would what would happen? is you've shared before how one of the pastors there, um, there was frequent um, arguments, tiffs uh, about things, and sometimes they turned into pretty, pretty big arguments and, you know, just people having to kind of sit there and and take uh, the berating of of her and so or from her and so there was a couple of times where her and I were going back and forth uh via text and I would get so frustrated and I would you know share with her my frustration and say like okay this is why like we can't do this this costs fifty thousand dollars we don't have that so let's do this instead because this is like you know in our budget or whatever and you know just no 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 if it's not this like what are we doing and just you know (laughs) lots of stuff like that that was just so frustrating and I did not know how to get my point across of like there's no way around getting like there's no way around it this is fifty thousand dollars it's not like you know we can get this other thing for cheaper it's not as good but like that's that's how things are you know and so, facts here. Not opinion. Straight up facts. 
And so I would share with my ex, like, oh, man, I was so frustrated today. Like, I was, you know, talking to to one of the pastors about this thing and it was just like I felt like she wasn't understanding me and like I was like telling her all this stuff and she just kept hounding me like no 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 like we have to do this or how could you even think this other thing could be an option you know and and just sharing with him like my frustration about the situation and he would say like well give her the benefit of the doubt she's dealing with a lot like she you know, is our authority, like, in these situations, and so, you know, um, God has, like, anointed, uh, you know, the pastors of this church to be over us and, like, lead us, and so we just have to, like, you know, follow their direction, and there were several situations where that happened where I would get frustrated about some argument or conversation we were having where I felt like I was either being, like, completely misunderstood or, like, yelled at for no reason or, like, yelled at for something, like, yes, I definitely did something, like, wrong or not as well as it could have been done, but I felt like, like, the way I was treated because of it was, like, a level 10 and the situation was, like, a level 3, you know, and it was, like, being treated as if it was a level 10, and I was, like, whoa, okay, I know things need to be good, but in the scheme of things, like, it's not that big of a deal, it's just a little mistake, you know, everyone makes mistakes, we're all human, and so there was, you know, several times where I I shared things like that, and he would just say the same thing over and over again, and, like, wouldn't try to hear my side, you know, just basically he told me, do whatever she says to do, um, or, yeah, you were wrong this way, and, just do whatever and never say like oh yeah like man I'm so sorry like she hurt your feelings and she said that like that's out of line like you shouldn't say that to people like nothing like that never on my side always on always on her side Mm. and when that's like somebody that you're with that like that sucks you know and I'm not saying that like he was supposed to think that everything that I did was right but just like hear me out, you know, and there was definitely times where I was wrong, but there was also definitely times where she was wrong too. And that just never got talked about. And so it made me not want to share anymore how I felt because it didn't matter, you know, like he was going to think the exact same thing anyway. And if you talk to like anybody else on the team about it, same thing. Well, there are pastors, you have to honor them. Like, without them, this church is nothing. You know, they were who God chose to lead this church, and so they obviously, like, know what they're doing. And it was just, like, it was so frustrating to the point where, like, yeah, never wanted to share anymore because it was literally, it was pointless. Hmm. Got me absolutely nowhere. So, what that pretty much... gave me the idea for like this episode for this topic was you know just kind of identifying that you know I know you know um, well I knew him and uh, and like a lot of other people there and other Christians you know in general and myself Mm -hmm. and and I feel like 
the reason that 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 happens in churches is because uh, partly because the pastors you know preach in such a way that places the God's anointing on them it's like the highest level anointing right you know and, and it's like well the Bible says you should give double honor to those who like are like your leaders mm-hmm. you know and it's like what does that look like to you mm-hmm. that means be a doormat yeah no Mm-mm. no that's wrong that's stupid but who wouldn't want like a whole room full of doormats oh yeah like pff, look at me up here mm-hmm. you know but then like you know also that i feel like comes from within too because <clears throat> i do feel like confused and not just because of church but i feel confused because you know reading the bible it can be kind of like like whoa you know mm-hmm. god just like wiped these people out yeah for why mm-hmm. you know like i don't i don't understand everything mm-hmm. and so a lot of my life i've felt afraid of god mm-hmm. like before i came to church as like a like a church attender you know regularly um this being afraid of god led me to constant repentance which wasn't like repentance like is in the true meaning of the word it was like praying and asking god to forgive me every time i did something i knew was wrong Mm -hmm. knowing i would do it again yeah you know like like smoking weed you know or smoking cigarettes i don't want to talk about smoking weed really because my parents watch this but, <laughs> I was thinking you don't have to talk about smoking cigarettes because the same reason. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it like... is what it is. <laughs> um, I would, I would, you know, I, it was, it became a habit. And so I would... But I didn't know that I felt good about it at the time because I was like, oh, well, you know, like, this is illegal. And oh, yeah, <laughs> God's going to, God's, you know, how does God feel about me? Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm such a bad person. And so I had all these thoughts going through my head and I would literally ask God to forgive me constantly because if he decided to end things and come and like send people on in the directions they're going to go mm-hmm. i i was like afraid am i going to go to hell if i don't ask for forgiveness you know right before that mm-hmm. or i just i didn't understand you know and then and i still don't understand fully but you know after being like a regular church attender you know now it's kind of it's kind of developed into this you know being a a Christian now, my biggest struggle has, isn't believing that God's real or that Jesus, you know, is God and like died for my sin. You know, like I believe in those things and I talk to him all the time, you know, and like I believe that I have a relationship with him and I can, I can tell that he's, you know, he's present in my life and stuff. And, mm-hmm. um, but it's become 
you know, this fear that if I do bad things, that I'm not okay with God. Mm-hmm. And he, I'm on his bad side. Or he's going to like, you know, today I don't get blessings because, you know, I, I cussed out someone on the way to work. Or, you know, um, got in a fight with you or something, you, you know, or, or, you know, just, just, it's like, well, I don't know what to do now. Cause like God up there is probably upset with what just happened, you know, because I'm upset with what just happened. Yeah. And so how do I make things right today? And that's not right. Like, you know, I feel like there are places, places in the Bible where it's clear that, um, you know, there's no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. Yeah. There's no condemnation. Like, what does that mean? You know, there's no condemnation. Mm-hmm. You know, or like, you know, Jesus walking around forgiving people. You know, they didn't come up and like grovel. Right. And stuff. It was just like, you're forgiven. Like, you know, they came to him for help because they believed that he was God. And so he forgave them, you know, mm-hmm. and... Um, so it, it, it kind of becomes this, like, for me, you know, being afraid of God is depressing, Mm -hmm. you know, like, and, um, I do feel like a lot of it is like residual from being at that church because, because, uh, now we're not going to a church. Mm-hmm. And it was so ingrained in me that, you know, I mean, you missing a Sunday was not even, you know, like, okay. Right. You had to feel if you're a leader, yeah, if you're a leader and you're not there for Sunday, it's game day. Mm-hmm. Well, fuck, game day happens like three days a week. Mm-hmm. When the hell do I have to go like on a vacation or camping yeah. mm-hmm. or just like have a day off? Yeah. Without feeling like I'm letting the team down. Right. Where are you? Mm-hmm. You know, even after like we're going through like the worst time of our life. Can you just leave me alone? Can we just have a break today? I don't want to go to church. No, wait, what service are you going to? Yeah. Open your fucking eyes. You know? Like the last place I wanted to be. I mean, can you imagine like experiencing that one day? Now times that by hundreds and like thousands of days. Was there 11 years? Yeah. You know, and so now not being at church, I don't know where I stand with God. And I don't feel like that's right in my head. Right. But in my heart, I have this like deep fear, you know, and like Mm -hmm. this deep kind of like uh, just concern. Like, can I... Can I talk to God? Because I'm not like doing a lot of things the right way right now. Mm-hmm. You know, the right way. Right. You know, what even is that? But anyway, I don't want to go off on like a tangent, but it's okay. But um, I feel like, you know, part of the reason for, um, your ex-husband leading you instead of just loving you was because he was afraid. Mm-hmm. If I let her like dishonor the anointed, well then she's not going to be blessed and we're together. Yeah. You know, 
And yeah. like, I don't want that for her. If I lead her poorly, then then God's going to be mad at me for letting her stumble. Mm-hmm. And that's like, it's like this obsessive leading thing. Yeah. Not just, not just him, all people in church. Right. I feel like as soon as you start going to a church and you become like a, like a church member. Mm-hmm. And, and, and this is what I feel like part of the fault of churches is that it's like, you know, let's get you connected. Let's get you, let's get you in a small group. Mm-hmm. Hey, you want to do a small group? Hey, you want to help on, on this team? Hey, you should lead this team. Mm-hmm. And, and so on and so forth. So annoying. And it's, it, and I'm sorry, just like to wrap up this thought, but it's like, you know, I, it's this weird thing that I see in so many church people and, and myself too. You know, it's like when you got saved, it's like, well, I'm on a roll now. Like I have all this momentum. I don't want to upset God now. Yeah. So I have to keep doing things to improve and get better. Mm-hmm. And like, um, you know, if someone comes to me and they're struggling or if I see a bum on the side of the road and I don't do something, you, it's like, it's like, do you think that's really God making you feel bad for, um, not helping everyone, you know, like as soon as somebody starts talking to you about an issue, you got to have some kind of, you know, uh, um, Bible thumper answer. Yeah, you gotta have a leadery response to yeah. their answer. That's, that's what was happening to you. Yeah. Well, like you know, let's do this. Blah blah blah. Not like here. Let me hug you. Yeah. I'm sorry you're going through that. Want to get a beer? <laughs> yeah. You know, just like normal things that Jesus would do. Yeah. And. And it's so. It's just interesting because I don't feel like he was that way before he went there. And I know I wasn't that way before before I went there. And I became that way. And it's icky. I don't like it. But to go, to go, were you done? Yeah. To go kind of back to your point of like the whole track of like, oh, you know, now, now you should lead a small group. Now you should like serve on this team. Now you should lead this team. I feel like something that they did so well there was make people feel like God's going to be upset with them if they if they leave church. But not just church, like that church. If you want to go to a different church, then God's going to be mad at you because you're called here. You're called to this church. So how could you dare think of leaving to go somewhere else because you're called here? And like still, like I think about that sometimes and I'm like, Okay, like, I really legit thought, like, God was going to be, like, pissed at me. And, like, like if I left. And that was one of the main reasons that I stayed for so long, even though it was so crappy, was because I was convinced that I was called there. And if I left, then what is that? Then do I not have a calling anymore? Am I not called by God then? Like, is he not going to, like want to have anything to do with me or what and I feel like a lot of people there felt that way I don't know if they would say it like that um but I it's just I guess I don't really know how to explain it that I I felt like God would be mad at me and 
now, like looking back at this past year and everything God's done for us, like I don't think he's mad at me for leaving. You know, I feel way better about where I'm at in my life right now than I did with my life there. Yeah, I wonder what it really is to be a Christian sometimes, you know, because mm-hmm. um, there's been times where I just stopped asking God for forgiveness because I was just like, I'm just like, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it again. Mm-hmm. I can't stop. You know, like I could repent for for road rage and then, you know, come back out of Walmart, get back on the road and then like lose it again. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like it's just like constant overanalyzation of yourself. So I would get to the point where I would just stop and and then feel super peaceful. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's like I wonder if God really wants us. To even ask for forgiveness. I mean, that's an interesting thought. Mm-hmm. Imagine if, so you take the concept of he died for your sins, you accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, you know, and that's, you're forgiven, you know, of your, you don't, you're not going to be judged anymore, right? Jesus was mm-hmm. like well, the propitiation for your sins and, you the know. what? Like the whole, you never read like Christian doctrine book. No, no. I don't even know that. Yeah, like you know, he was like the, um, he he atoned for our sins. Uh I've heard that word. Yeah, and and so it's like, well, if that's the case, imagine if if Christians didn't, if Christians weren't afraid of God, if they just like had reverence for God, which to me means driving down the street and instead of like maybe listening to music for one day, just observe the beauty of life and think about all the things that you have and and be thankful, Mm -hmm. you know, and like be in awe of God because there's so much great things everywhere. Everything. I mean, there's like beauty in everything. Mm -hmm. To me, that's like, that's the fear of God. Hmm. You know, yeah. Not, not like, oh man, I did it again. God, please forgive me. You know. Yeah. Like get down on my knees. Yeah. You know. You know. It's like, but I feel like there's something in us that wants to do that because we're afraid. We're afraid of God. Yeah. And like nobody wants to go to hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like think <laughs> think like you know. Just like piecing that together, it's like maybe we shouldn't drink beer. I know. Good lord. <laughs> um, I mean, during the filming, of course, we're going to keep drinking beer. Yeah, but... I knew what you meant. <laughs> um, I would never think that you would say that. <laughs> you know, I I just like something Gary Vaynerchuk said one time. I loved it. He said, "The second I lose, I never think about it again." That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Like so, like it's like it's like the second I the second I sin, I never think about it again. Mm-hmm. You'd probably do that less if you weren't so obsessive about asking God to forgive you, 
or trying not to do it, you yeah. know, like just, just, just like get on. Like it's, it's over. As soon as it's over, it's in the past. Yeah. And I feel like that's even something that God would want us to do because he doesn't want us like he wants us to enjoy our lives. And so I really don't think he wants us like to just sit there all day, every day and think about all the bad stuff that we've done. Yeah. And that's not what I'm saying, but I do feel like, you know, even with the encounters, anyone who's been to an encounter knows you go there and you analyze every way you're fucked up. Mm-hmm. How freeing. Have I done this? Yes, yes. Freedom yes, Weekend. Yes, like, yes, yes. Well, I okay. went through and I thought of everything that I've done wrong and I've repented and then I cast out the devils. And like, oh, wow, I feel great now. You know how many people left church right after an encounter? And here's why. Because, shoot, I went to the encounter. I'm supposed to be all cleaned up. But I just did that again. Maybe I, it didn't work. Mm-hmm. And then they just fucking tank. Yeah. Because it's not about that. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think it's about that. Mm-hmm. And I'm... I'm Honestly, I'm I'm ready to stop being afraid of God <clears throat> and just start knowing him. Yeah. You know, and just start like enjoying life and like you know, actually like revering God like I was saying. Yeah. It'd be interesting to like like look up the meaning of reverence, you know, I don't I don't know it by heart, but I feel like it's a positive thing, mm-hmm. the fear of God, and it's not like you know, my disciple is offended at the pastor. I can't, what do I, what am I going to do? He's got to be honoring. Mm-hmm. How am I going to help him? He's like, you know, going off track mm-hmm. because he doesn't like the pastor. Yeah. You know, it's funny. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't see anywhere in the Bible that says you got to like everyone that's around you. (laughs) And, you know, and maybe, I don't know, just, you know, looking back, imagine if we said to those people, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, it's not for everyone. Mm -hmm. You should check out Neighborhood Church or or maybe I've heard good things about Grace, you know, like... But no, nope, this is our, this is our proselyte. We've got to make them, we've got to teach them. We've got to break them down and build them back up our way. Yeah. We can't lose a person. That's a tithe pair. Yeah. You know, we're trying to build this thing. We can't shrink. And that was something, oh my gosh, the tithe thing. If you want to say more about what you what you were just saying, then I don't know, I'll circle back, but I'm good. I... That was another thing, like, looking back where I can, like, see the bigger picture and look at it with, like, a level head and be like, oh, my gosh. Like, I can't believe that I actually thought this way. And it was, like, about the whole, like, giving thing. And I know, like, I'm not saying giving is wrong. I think giving is awesome. I feel wonderful when I give people things, you know? And I feel like that is a feeling that 
comes from God. And I feel like it's really If you cool. don't feel great about your giving, you should probably stop giving where you are giving. Yes. And so, so I'm all for that. But I feel like the way that it was presented at the church that we were at made me feel like if I didn't give till like I was living not as great as I wanted to or could, you know, to the point where couldn't afford to like even finish the flooring in our, in our master bathroom, you know, because we were, we had to give it all to the church, any, any little thing extra, you know, then it was like, well, God's not going to bless us if we're not giving all we can. And, and you can give a lot to your heart's content, but that doesn't mean that you have to like live so far under your means so that the pastors of the church can live so far above their means. Like that's not, oh. Well, thank you. That was convenient. Empty beers around here. <laughs> so. I feel great. <laughs> I'm generous. Thank you. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I feel like, I feel like that's what it you was. Got a little, you got a little beer in there. On your lip. The actual lip. So, I definitely felt like my ex had that feeling. I had that feeling also, you know, and and the pastors there really, really, really didn't help people with correcting their mindset about giving. I feel like they just made it worse. You know, they were like, yeah, if you feel like you need to to like give this amount okay sure if you guys feel like god's telling you to live off of rice and beans for the next like three months so that you can give into this end of the year offering so that we can get out of debt not even get anything cool just get out of debt that's on you know the pastor's credit card Mm -hmm. who knows if it was even stuff for church i have no idea nobody ever saw the statement you know i don't i honestly i don't know so you know if you guys feel like god's calling you to do that do that not okay that's really awesome you guys feel this way really if god if you feel like god's telling you to do that okay but just know nobody's expecting you to live off of rice and beans to give into this offering like we want you guys to be able to eat how you want you know if you see some new shoes that you want like you know buy them (laughs) you know don't like have your budget be so strict and so tight that like you're it's like you're living as if you only made this amount of money when you're making this amount of money. You know, anyway, I just feel like that was a big thing that was really, really, really pushed is to give, 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 give. And not just money, it was your time. And I feel like it wasn't necessarily the amount because other people, some people made more than others, obviously. But it was like the percentage. Like, are you giving like above and beyond your tithe? Because that's where God's really going to bless you. And that's what was so frustrating to me because I legit, again, felt like a fear of like, okay, if I'm not giving like to where we're like dry to the bone, then like God's not going to bless us. And I I seriously felt that way. And I feel like this year, God has just blown my mind with like, no, (laughs) 
that's just, yes, give if you want to give, awesome. But, like, if you don't give something to somebody, I'm not going to withhold my blessing from you because you didn't do that, you know? So. Um, I actually do believe in tithing and offering. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's non-biblical. I believe in that. Yes, I do too. But you're bringing that into into God's house so that that you know the people serving can help you know the community. Mm-hmm. So if that's not happening, then there's nowhere to tithe. Yeah. And I'm I don't see any place. Well, I'm super impressed with how much they're helping the community. They're helping their community. Right. And that's my problem. So, you know, that's uh, kind of a, something I'm working through, trying to figure out, you know. You know, if I ever found a place again where um, I believe that it was actually a house of God, then... I would probably be tithing and offering. Because, like you said, it feels good to be generous and, and to, you know, pay it forward, you know, help help give back. Because we are blessed. We live in a blessed country. Mm-hmm. And there's people that need help right here, yeah. you know. But until I find a place like that, I don't think God minds me just spending uh, the money that we have and the resources that we have to bless and take care of our family Mm -hmm. and some some you know people in our life that that we come across that that need something or Mm -hmm. you know or whatever it's like um, just you know Mm -hmm. it's like uh, paying your taxes it's like you pay your taxes if you're in america right you know like i'm not gonna go live in france and keep paying taxes to america (laughs) <laughs> you know, like, the, it's not the way it works. Yeah. So, like, on the same token. <laughs> what? You know what? <laughs> <laughs> on the same token. If there's no place to go to church that's valid, there's no place to tithe. I'm not just going to sit on my money, you know, while baby needs diapers and, and carrots. <laughs> she loves her carrots. Yeah, you know, while, you know, it's like in a house. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Anyway, went off on a tangent. It's but. Okay. A good one. Yeah, I just feel like um, yeah, I'm like it's interesting how many Christians I I know of, um, including myself, that are afraid of God. Mm -hmm. They are afraid of God in the name of fearing God. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a big difference between like respecting somebody. Or, 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 
um, honoring somebody and like being afraid of them. Right, and being a doormat and yeah. all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's two completely different attitudes. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I don't think, I mean, like, you know, God is supposed to be our father. And so if I relate that to Arrow, I want her to respect me, but I don't want her to legit be scared of me. You know, like that, that's not, you know, logical, I guess, in my mind. And so. That would actually upset me if she felt like, if she felt like that. Yeah. I'd be upset with myself. Right. Because it's like, okay, what am I doing that's making my kid feel like they have to do like that? Yeah. You know? And it's funny because I don't feel like God, that's the thing. I don't feel like God is actually the one putting this, uh, this fear mm-hmm. in, in me, you know? Yeah. It's, it's my experience with church people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's part of the reason for doing this podcast, I feel like, actually. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I want to keep in mind that <clears throat> a big reason for wanting to do this podcast is because, like, I feel like 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 Jesus going in and, and kicking over tables and saying like like what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like what is all this bullshit doing in church? Mm-hmm. You know, that's not the way it's supposed to be. What you be? Look at Jesus with that whip. So dishonoring. <laughs> you know, yelling while we're trying to have Family fun day. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. That's what it is. Yeah. Anyway, I feel like, like yeah, I got some, I got some a bone to pick with church, mm-hmm. church people, and not not all of them. Yeah. You know, don't get all pissed at me for. <laughs> well, I'm a church person. It's not like it's not like everybody, but in generally speaking, the church organizations got some problems. Yeah, especially all the ones that we've seen. Yeah. So this has been the church podcast episode thirteen. Um, and that is all. See you next week. Yeah.